you're hearing the Echoes podcast, and coming up, I've got a great interview with Guru Joss of the Grammy Award-winning band White Sun. Before we do that, I want to remind you that Echoes podcasts are free, but it takes a lot of money to put them together. Think about where other podcasts are interviewing Jean-Michel Jarre, Mike Oldfield, Jane Sibri, and Enigma. What news and media organizations traveled to the Zone Music Reporter Awards in New Orleans to get interviews with White Sun, Will Ackerman, and Tom Eaton? Only this one. So if you're into it, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, and if you're really into it, make a donation to Echoes or become a sustaining member. You can do it all at echoes.org. That's echoes, E-C-H-O-E-S, dot org. And now, let's chant with White Sun. You're hearing Echoes, and I'm John DiLiberto. Mantras have been around for millennia, and in the West, we've been hearing them since the Hare Krishnas started populating urban sidewalks and parks in the 1960s. But ever since George Harrison produced an album by the Radha Krishna Temple in 1969, mantras have taken a different form. In the 21st century, artists like Rasa and Donna Deluri took Sanskrit chants and turned them into New Age tapestries, sometimes sounding more like pop songs and chants. Out of that tradition comes White Sun, a group led by singer and writer Guru Jas. Intercontinental Hotel in New Orleans, where she's appearing as a nominee in the Zone Music Reporter Awards, Guru Jas is luminous. And it's not just the pure white embroidered blouse and white turban-like headdress called a chuni with its gold amulet. Guru Jas radiates joy through her blue eyes and sensuality through her broad laugh. She is the singer and writer for a trio called White Sun. You may have heard of them. They won a Grammy Award in the New Age category this year for their album, White Sun 2. That shocked everybody, including them. Somebody posted one of the videos of the acceptance speech, I think, and somebody that I know posted, whoa, this is so surreal. (laughs) And that is, it is so surreal. Even though their album, White Sun 2, is more purely New Age than many nominees in the genre, it's still on the outside of conventional, an album of Sanskrit mantra chants. But White Sun's chants are different. Mantras traditionally sound like this, barebone and with rough-hewn voices. But White Sun's versions are quite a bit different. Guru Jas works with composer Adam Berry and spiritual guide Hari Javan to create arrangements of symphonic folk expanses. Adam and Hari Jivan then really work, we work as a team, you know, to, to create the soundscape. 
So, and Adam's a musical genius. I don't know if you know much about him, but he's just, he's been playing his entire life. And he's an absolute musical genius. In fact, he's won two Emmy Awards and created soundtracks for South Park, The Penguins of Madagascar, and Kim Possible. None of which seem like precursors to White Sun. What about? Scuzzlebutt is a creature that lives up on this very mountain and kills anybody who dares climb to the top. Why? Because it loves the taste of blood and likes to add pieces to its deformed body. Her other collaborator is Hari Javan. That's one name. He actually founded the group, although he seems more of a spiritual guide than a musician. He's just listed as playing Gong. Heidi Jeevan has a sensitivity that I've certainly never seen in any other human being where he can direct energetically exactly the flow of the song and what serves and what doesn't serve the energy field of what we're creating in the music. Guru Joss works out the melodies, usually just backing herself with a harmonium, and then brings them to the band. I very, very much feel like the songs themselves guide us to create certain landscape. And with Gobindi Mukhande, that was the case. We had the melody, and then it just, it, it wanted to be dramatic, it wanted to be theatrical, and we, you know, when we were in the studio creating it, we were thinking of sandstorms and big, like, Sahara sandstorms, and that was the, what was conjuring in our minds at the time. The 34-year-old singer was born to parents who she says were hippies, but they weren't hippie enough to name her Guru Joss. Oh, I don't discuss that. Oh, come on. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I, my name is, um, has, is legally changed, so yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. How'd your parents feel about that? You know, it's kind of hard to argue with my lifestyle, you know? <laughs> it's very, you know, as clean as I can, you know, calm living, um, you know, quiet. So both my parents meditated when I was a young child, so I think that they could understand my leaning in that direction of yoga. Guru Jas is one word. Jas means grace or praise, and Guru is a, is a force of self-love, and it's a force of bringing darkness to light. Although she is pure American, born in Cleveland, she's a member of the Sikh religion. But the source of her mantras, as well as her manner of dress, comes from Kundalini Yoga. You won't go to India and see Sikhs dressed like this. You just won't. It was through yoga that she discovered mantra. She describes it as a technology. Uh, A mantra is a combination of sounds that are designed to have a specific effect on the human body, brain, and entire system. So a mantra is like a computer code, and the tongue types that code into the mouth, onto the roof of the mouth, and stimulates certain meridians and certain energy points in the body, stimulates the hypothalamus, stimulates the pineal gland, stimulates the pituitary gland, and, and the whole body starts to have a chemical reaction. And so in this way, the mantras literally change the way that the brain, the neurons of the brain are firing and start to direct them in a more positive 
place. So that's the technology of it, that's the science of, of a mantra. Mantras don't come with melodies, they aren't like psalms or hymns. So Guru Jas makes up her own, something she discovered while practicing Kundalini Yoga. I started practicing this yoga, you know, and I started hearing different sounds. I started hearing the mantras in a different way. That's exactly how it happened. Um, and they started to, I started to hear melodies. And ever since, I, I just, I hear more and more and more. I think I have like, on my iPhone sitting over there, I probably have like 2,000 melodies or something like this, you know, that I just keep in the voice memos. So I just, this is just the way that I hear them. Guru Jas can even turn Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry, Be Happy into a mantra. <laughs> I, I, can I call it that? I don't think so. Maybe, is it? Yeah, sure, I guess. <laughs> There's little doubting the joy that Guru Jas brings to her work with White Sun work that's a little more challenging since she had her first child over a year ago. But that didn't stop her from making two albums in that time. Despite her music and attire, she considers herself just another American mom and wife. You know, it's funny, because as extreme as I look, and I do look very extreme, I still feel that I lead a pretty conventional life, you know? I still, uh, I feel, I think that actually this makes me feel more normal, more human than I ever have. That may be true, but her music with White Sun may make you feel better than human. The latest album by the group is White Sun 2. Thanks for tuning in to the Echoes podcast today. Go to echoes.org to find out more. I'm John DiLiberto. Be sure to keep an eye out for more Echoes interviews at echoes.org or the Echoes newsletter.